Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pods of the cast. Ah, shit. Um, that wasn't. That was just sounds. That was just mouth sounds. I didn't like hate the great it. album by Neil Ciceriga, who you should, which you should check out. This is Robert Evans introducing his podcast behind the bastards very poorly. Uh, Miles, please come in and save me from. Hello, myself. Bobby. Good to be here. Miles Gray coming in live and direct from the city of assholes. I mean angels. Miles, Ma- when mm-hmm. you when you did your podcast training, yes, uh, w- which day did they teach you how to do something besides uh, grunt incoherently while introducing a podcast? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not look full disclosure. I I faked all my podcast education. CV Are you stuff. an unlicensed podcaster? I mean, come look, Robert. Did I feel you like forge if anyone, your form four four seven one? God damn it! I did. I did. I'm a fake man. Shame. I just had a mic and someone was like, hey, you're a guy. You podcast. I'm like, yes, that is how it works. That is just how it works. If you're a guy, you you're given a podcast in the early and, days. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't even given. It was just a yeah. bunch of like like zombies with mics being like, Ugh. have this podcast. You're now endorsed by this company that mails you things that you used to buy from the CVS. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, podcasts. Oh boy! Speaking of grifts, Miles, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you remember that build the wall? We the people will build the wall. GoFundMe that raised like twenty five million dollars. Dude, how could I forget something that on its face was like immediately visible yeah. that this oh, was this a is con a huge job? Scan. It was such a beautiful. We did an episode about this, which you can check out. Um, Katie and Cody were the guests on that one, I think, um, and. I don't like them anymore because I work with them on another podcast. So yeah. I no, like them. We're, we're angry at each other now. No, no that's they're just it's the we're they're podcasting too much. Um, Be nice to them. We so them. we we talked about them. And basically, the gist of it is that this guy, Brian Colfage, who is like he likes to brand himself as the, the most severely injured airman in uh, U.S. airman in Iraq, which might be true. I mean, I don't know how you like measure that, but he was like horrifically wounded. He was on his way to the gym um, on a base in the green zone when a mortar landed right next to him and he lost his legs and like part of an, hand, an arm like they, he got really fucked up. 
um, mm. like about as badly as you can without dying. Right. Um, so he came back home and he started like a fake news empire on Facebook with like all these right wing news websites. And he's making quite a bit of money before Facebook shut his whole network down because it was like he was breaking the, their terms of service a bunch um, with like a bunch of coordinated and authentic activity and stuff. Oh, like all the right wing Facebook. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. They, they shut him down. And when his money spigot got turned off and there's like articles from people who worked with him at the time, he said like guy has a horrible temper. He could get like violent and stuff at the drop of a hat. He was, he's just a very unpleasant person, um, which, you know, uh, I'm sure some of that's horrific trauma, uh, but it doesn't excuse grifting thousands of people, which is what he did next. So he created a GoFundMe f- uh, for We the People Will Build the Wall. <laughs> There's now confirmed evidence that they were talking with members of the Trump uh, administration. They had like meetings with them. There was talk of like trying to figure out how to take the funds that they got and roll it over or like, you know, th- th- there was there was official correspondence that they had with members of the Trump campaign and like as or the Trump team. And as soon as like this thing took off, which, you know, it was pretty much immediately making raising millions of dollars. A bunch of other famous right wing grifters got on board, including our old buddy Steve Bannon. Eric Prince was on the uh, the board of the Ugh. foundation they set up to deal with the money. So like basically when it became clear that um you know, so the initial idea was like we're, we're going to raise money to give to the government so that they can build this wall because um, the damn libs won't give it to us. Yeah, <laughs> and that it became clear that like that's not really how the government works. Like <laughs> you, you can't just you can't just go fund me um, a, a a border wall that would it, number one involve like building on massive amounts of private land and like all of this shit. Like you you just it's not a thing that gets to be done. Um, so they changed the, the focus of it to like, we're going to actually build the wall. Um, and they, they, you know, because they were altering sort of the nature of what they were doing, GoFundMe allowed people to kind of opt in to continue having their money roll over into the new thing that they were doing. And most people who donated agreed to do it. There's a bunch of shady stuff and like their explanation of what they were doing, including the point that like the money will be used either to actually construct the wall or to engage in, you know, lobbying or whatever that will help to construct the wall. So there's like a bunch of stuff where it's like, oh, so you're going to, it became very clear, like, you're going to find ways to put this in the pockets of the very famous right-wing people who have all leapt onto this program, totally. um, including Steve Bannon and Eric Prince. And, you know, one of the things they repeatedly stated when this all happened is that Brian Colfage, who was founder and the face of the thing, was not going to receive any money, um, <laughs> would not be paid, wasn't going to make any a, a dime off of this. It was just, you know, doing it out of the goodness of his heart. Um, and then uh, last week, uh, all of these guys got arrested. <laughs> Including Steve Bannon, um, which is the best thing that's ever happened, that Steve Bannon has now for more than a week been incarcerated. Um, It just it just slaps um, um, unbelievably hard. The the thing with that, though, like listening to these people, knowing Eric Prince is on that board, right? He should know better than he should know better than anyone. That like building like physical infrastructure on like un- in the United States is probably a long shot. Like he, you have a better chance crowdfunding a private air force. I feel like than being like, yeah, we're just gonna build chunks of border wall because you know fucking America. I, I'm a little disappointed in Eric. You know what I mean? Like he should he knows out of anyone. If you're gonna pull some wildly illegal kind of stuff where you're trying to take the place of the government, you gotta start. You gotta you gotta be a little more surgical. Yeah, I mean, but he doesn't. Like he's he he's committed so many more blatant crimes than this, <laughs> right? and he always gets away with it because he's a billionaire. Um, that said, I don't think he was super involved with this. Um, like I th- this was like legitimized like some side piece for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. You know, but it it is it is so it's turned into this amazing story where like again like the fucking Steve Bannon's got arrested as a result of this. There's pictures of him now fucking in handcuffs, <laughs> and it's it's one of the best things that's ever happened. You, and it yeah. was the best thing about it is that it was like the Postal Service's investigative Police. unit, right. which is the first federal law enforcement agency. We all learned when they arrested Steve Bannon. Um, Damn. So I guess I guess I'll say. Maybe not all cops are bad. Like we've we've got like I I'm willing to make an exception for the post office cops given what happened recently. Yeah, exactly. And like we said, like even with the post office under fire, like if we're going to back the blue, mm. it's going to be the postal service. Yeah, it's going to you know be the, the these are the ones I'm 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 
I'm a hundred percent supportive of arresting Steve Bannon on a yacht. <laughs> Cut to some like wild clip of like postal, like postal yeah. police brutality, and you're like, "What the? F- Even y'all? I thought you were the mail cops." No, it's they actually committed genocide against all these different tribes. You're like, like, oh God. boy, I don't know that I've never heard that the post office committed genocide. But like, let's be honest, it wouldn't be the most surprising thing in American no. history. Um, but uh, that I let's not make random allegations of genocide against uh, the, the postal post service. No. Yeah. Let's let, we've got the charging document, which is the um, it's basically like a podcast episode written by a United States district court, in this case, the Southern District of New York, um, to summarize the government's case against all of the crime doers behind the we the people will build the wall con. Um right. And I'm just going to start reading it to you, Miles. We'll skim some parts of it when it gets boring. But like the I, fact it's, that the fact that you good. just go, I'm just going to read the fucking I'm just going to read this son of a bitch. For that, like gets me. I'm like, because I love sometimes, you yeah. know, there are these cases, especially in this Trump era where just the like legal description of it, you're mm-hmm. like these amazing. People, how did they think any of this was going to work or they weren't going to get caught? I mean, the thing that's more amazing to me is that they did get caught. Like clearly whatever else is going on in the world, Steve Bannon and Brian Colfage did not have the 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 clout they thought they had because they, they thought they had the clout that like Roger Stone has where right, right, we right. can commit blatant crimes and the, we will get forgiven for it um, or we'll, they'll be too scared of us to go after us. And it just wasn't true for them. And I don't know why entirely, but it's right. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was that it was too blatant. Maybe it was that, you know, they didn't kiss the right asses. I don't know what the the explanation is, but let's right. let's get into it. The grand jury charges. One. Brian Colfage, Stephen Bannon, Andrew Battelato, and Timothy Shea, the defendants and others, orchestrated a scheme to defraud hundreds of thousands of donors, including donors in the Southern District in New York, in connection with an online crowdfunding campaign ultimately known as We Build the Wall that raised more than $25 million to build a wall along the southern border of the United States. To induce donors to donate to the campaign, Colfage and Bannon, each of whom, as detailed herein, exerted significant control over We Build the Wall, repeatedly and falsely assured the public that Colfage would, quote, not take a penny in salary or compensation, and that, quote, 100% of the funds raised will be used in the execution of our mission and purpose, because, as Bannon publicly stated, we're a volunteer organization. Oh, These re- wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. These representations were false. In truth, Brian Colfage, Stephen Bannon, Andrew Badalato, and Timothy Shea, the defendants, collectively received hundreds of thousands of dollars in donor funds from We Build the Wall, which they each used in a manner inconsistent with the organization public representations. In particular, Kofaj covertly took more than $350,000 in funds that had been donated to We Build the Wall for his personal use, while Bannon, through a nonprofit organization under his control, Nonprofit One, received over a million dollars from We Build the Wall, which Bannon used to, among other things, secretly pay Kofaj and to cover hundreds of thousands of dollars in Bannon's personal expenses. <laughs> Dude, what is this thing on nonprofit? Oh, that was just in the charging document. It's yeah. called nonprofit. I thought, which makes sense because it's a legal document. I was hoping that Steve Bannon is like such a lazy schemer that he's like, oh, fuck, I got to put a nonprofit together to fucking be able to move this money around. I call it fucking nonprofit one. It's like my idea. I've always wanted to create an LLC for a variety of reasons and, right. and call it unlimited liability because uh, there's something in my brain that enjoys the idea of unlimited liability, a limited liability corporation. Um, Fun limited liability. Mm-hmm. To conceal the payments to Colfage from We Build the Wall, Colfage, Bannon, Badalato, and Shea devised a scheme to route these payments from We Build the Wall to Colfage indirectly through a nonprofit and a shell company under Shea's control, among other avenues. They did so by using fake invoices and sham vendor arrangements, among other ways, to ensure, as Colfage noted in a text message to Badalato, that his pay arrangement remained confidential and kept on a need-to-know basis. (laughs) So again, committing crimes and texting about it. Yeah, they, uh, what a hallmark of of this group of people. Just like yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, just we make our own receipts here. I have I know so many people that like because of the protests like won't text message about the the shield materials that they're like 
gatherings right. so that people can build like defensive devices to protect themselves from impact weapons. Like they're paranoid about like gathering fucking uh, like rubber and and foam inserts and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and these guys are just like, yeah, I gotta go steal a million dollars. <laughs> you guys, yeah. like, here's how we're doing it. Yeah, right. And also <laughs> use this fake vendor. Like, yeah. like use fake the fake company caps. we set up to illegally <laughs> right. funnel money through to do this illegal thing that we're all doing together. You guys all down for the illegal crimes that we're committing? Right. Oh, <laughs> it's so easy to be a conservative. <laughs> we are defrauding the American people with our build a wall scheme. Please like, yeah. please use the tap back in your messages app and your iPhone to confirm your uh, that you are culpable. Like, I know people who live in paranoia because they're getting followed as a result of of bringing water every night to uh, to demonstrations. Right, and, and then like this, is <laughs> this this shit, most it's audacious so nonsense, fucking hell. On or around December 17th, 2018, Brian Colfage, the defendant with the assistance of others, launched a fundraising campaign originally called We the People Build the Wall on a crowdfunding website. The crowdfunding website is how it's referred to in the document. It's GoFundMe. According to statements on the webpage for We the People Build the Wall on the crowdfunding website, the... <laughs> which is a very funny, it just looks very you, silly in this you document. Can't, you can't say Go- that without laughing. Yeah, the crowdfunding website. The crowd, like, come on, guys. This is like crowdfunding. Yeah, this is like when a fucking movie uses some sort of fake Google thing, like researcher or whatever. It's like, come on, guys. We know it's Google. The campaign was raising funds to donate to the United States federal government for construction of a wall at the southern border of the United States. The webpage also stated that 100 percent of your donations would be given to the government for the construction of a wall, and that if the campaign could not attain its goal, it would refund every single penny. The We the People Build the Wall campaign was an immediate fund raising success. Within the first week, Brian Colfage, the defendant, with the assistance of Timothy Shea, the defendant, raised approximately $17 million. Despite its early success, the campaign also drew scrutiny, including questions about Colfage's background and the campaign's plan to give the money raised to the federal government. Based on those concerns, in or around December 2018, GoFundMe which they, the crowdfunding website, suspended the campaign, which by that point had raised more than $20 million and warned Brian Colfage, the defendant, that unless he identified a legitimate nonprofit organization into which these funds could be transferred, the crowdfunding website would return the funds. At around the same time, Brian Colfage, the defendant, involved Stephen Bannon and Andrew Badalato, the defendants, in the leadership of the campaign. Bannon, a political strategist and former media executive, and Badalato, an entrepreneur and venture capitalist, were already working together on Nonprofit One, which was a separate Section 501c4 organization founded by Bannon with the stated purpose of promoting economic nationalism and American sovereignty. Fascism. We can call that one fascism, right? Economic nationalism. That's very fancy. Fucking fascist. (laughs) And he uses his fun, fancy fascist nonprofit to funnel donations into illegally, which is just very on brand. Within days of becoming involved, Stephen Bannon and Andrew Badalato, the defendants, took significant control of the fundraising campaign's organization and day-to-day activities. So basically, they took they immediately took control of We the People Will Build the Wall. Um, and by like late December 2018, um, they were basically in charge and they created a new 501c4 called We Build the Wall Inc. And they proposed that the money, you know, would be transferred there. Um, and that a nonprofit, could, could, yeah. We Build the Wall Inc. Yeah, yeah, a nonprofit to build to to finance private construction of a wall mm. along the southern border. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and they gave a bunch of assurances to GoFundMe uh, that like this was all legitimate and the money would all go to act like to this to this new five hundred one c four they'd founded uh, in order to induce uh, GoFundMe to release the donor funds. Uh, these insurances include, I'm quoting again, these assur- assurances included, among other things, written bylaws with conflict of interest provisions and compensation restrictions precluding insiders like Colfage, among others, from inappropriately misusing donor funds, and a promise that Colfage will take no salary and will personally not take a penny of compensation from these donations. Colfage, Bannon, and Badalato also agreed that donors would have to opt in to having their contribution redirected from the crowdfunding website to We Build the Wall. So they... They hung themselves here. They like they 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 made a legal document promising that in no way would, among other things, Kofage get any money from this because it was the only way to get the money. Yeah, and they just assumed it would be fine because so yeah. many other crimes that these people and their friends committed were fine. It's just like like a, how scumbag men think too. Like with yeah. sex, it's like, well, what do I gotta say to have sex? Mm-hmm. You know, and after that, yeah. I may not mean it, but I'm so just so short sighted about my own gratification. I will deceive and lie just to get there without any thinking of like where that goes after the fact. 
And I just love that like this scam is so fucking American in that like you're weaponizing like the fear of black and brown people to then enrich yeah. yourself and like when really you could give a fuck about any of it aside from purely just being like, oh, this is great. This is a great group of just dummies to just rinse. Yeah, it's it's evidence of what those of us who are are vaguely aware of like objective reality um, have known for a long time, which is that like almost none of these fascists, with the exception of really like Stephen Miller and a couple others, almost none of them believe in what they're saying. It's just no. the best way to get what they want, which is money and power. Like if these guys, if their primary concern was illegal immigration, they would have tried to use, they would have used this money to in some way fuck over migrants, right? Yeah, Like, absolutely. whether or not it was the wall, that's what they would have done with this huge amount of money. Um, and they would have gotten nothing but praise from the donors, even if it wasn't a wall, even if it was some other way of hurting these people. Um, but they didn't even really care about hurting those people. They just wanted to steal. And it's awesome. It's yeah. so good that in this one rare instance, they faced consequences. Yeah. I mean, you, you hate to see it and you love to see it. Uh, yeah. You know? It's it, yeah. it's so good. It's so audacious. But again, I don't know. Ever every time, like even when we, whenever we I come on this show, yeah, it's we're I'm always like, damn, the audacity of these fucking God people. Damn. But that really is the true DNA of a true historical yeah. piece of shit bastard. Is you really you have a you're just all about yourself, and there's absolutely zero consideration for anything aside for your own, like just your very own personal lived experience. Yeah, uh, and it works for them usually because it's an effective strategy in winning in our system is to right. only give a shit about yourself and be like sociopathically dedicated to nothing but your own enrichment, right? Like right. that works in a yeah. lot of ways, except for occasionally you get arrested on a yacht by the post office. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost got to be like, yeah. in a way, I wonder if you're pissed, you're like, Fuck! It's, I thought yeah. it would be at least like the feds or something like the and fed it's, feds. It's the post. Did you have to wear that hat too? Yeah. Like a mail carrier? I, I hope they did. I hope they're they're exactly the same as a normal SWAT team, but yeah. with the hats. Yeah, just and not even the tack gear. Yeah. Like they don't even have weapons. They're just like very coordinated group of mail carriers that are like we're if we can do this without weapons. Oh, I, w I wouldn't fuck with a group of mail delivery. Well, persons. yeah. Well, I mean, essentially, I mean, the they amount of veterans that work for the Postal <laughs> yeah. Service, too. I'm like, you're actually dealing with people with some experience in the military yeah. as well. So, yeah. Uh, so, man, uh, beginning in January 2019, the defendants caused We Build the Wall to mislead donors, promising them repeatedly that 100% of the funds would be used for construction of a wall and that Colfage, in particular, would take no salary or compensation. And obviously, contrary to this, they were immediately misappropriating hundreds of thousands of dollars in funds for their own benefit. Beginning on or around January 11th, 2019, and consistent with the assurances provided to the crowdfunding website, We Build the Wall announced that it had changed its mission to the private construction of a wall and that donors needed to opt in uh yeah and and, and that worked out um and it seemed like you know the document is alleging that this worked because of their promise that 100 percent of the funds raised would be used towards the construction of a wall and that not a penny would be used to compensate colvage they repeatedly made these prefer like they're stating basically over and over again they couldn't stop making these promises and they're making these promises is why so many people are willing to like donate the money. Right. Um, and it's why it's so easy for us to prove that they repeatedly broke the broke the law. And uh, yeah, I'm sure like the comments of the Trump family helped too. Cause I remember like Don Jr. Yeah. was like, look at the, look at this man. Like, yeah, this is an example of American enterprise or yeah. some shit. And like the whole he's a, idea. He's a hero. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's going to, there, there's a quote, doing it better, faster, and cheaper than anything else. Like, yeah. So yeah definitely cheaper and shittier yeah. than anything else. If I had to choose between the government spending hundreds of millions of dollars on incomplete sections of wall that are easily breached or yeah. $25 or million down. Dollars on nothing, I would, I will choose the nothing. Also, because I prefer there not be any wall on the southern border or fence. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in fact, if we could just spend $25 million a year. And have it go to right wing grifters and have an open border on the south. Um, I would I would make that compromise. That's that's a <laughs> that's something I'm willing to to get on board with. Right, right, right. They're like, dude, just take your money and fuck off. Just take your money and like stop fucking with these people. Also, just so you know, we just printed a bunch of that shit. We don't know what how much it's really worth. Yeah. 
So Colfage posted messages on social media that included representations such as, we promised 100% of the funds raised only go to border wall construction. All money donated to We Build the Wall goes directly to wall. <laughs> to wall. Not anyone's <laughs> pocket. <laughs> I'm taking nothing. Zero. In fact, Kofash went so far as to send mass emails to his donors asking them to purchase coffee from his unrelated business, telling donors that the coffee company was the only way he keeps his family fed and a roof over their head because Kofash was taking no compensation from We Build the Wall. He couldn't stop double dipping. Wow. Like, none of them have any sort of self-control. They can't yeah. fucking double dip. It's... Yeah. It, hey, that... Man, that, again, even when you add the layers of just balls to this, where you're like, dude, I'm fucking stealing from you. And then I'm also going to have my shitty coffee company and then yeah. bilk you for more cash from there. I, yeah, my hat's off to him. Hey, Robert, Robert, you hmm? know who doesn't sponsor this show? That shitty coffee company. But you know who does sponsor this show? Oh, the good people at Raytheon. Yeah. Yes, Raytheon. Miles. You know what's better than a border wall for stopping migrants from crossing the border? Oh, yeah. Predator drones. Uh, Predator drones armed with the new RX-9 knife missile. Yes, the knife missile allows you to knife people from the sky using the power of the federal government. And gravity. And gravity. Less of a factor. You know, the the beauty of Raytheon technology is that it functions equally well in a zero-G environment. So that when in the inevitable future we have moon refugees, we'll be able to shoot them with knife missiles too, Miles. That's the promise of Raytheon. Uh, Actually, you're saying it wrong. It's Graytheon. (laughs) Let's roll some ads. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastor on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. All right. So, yeah, uh, again, it goes on for a while, for like another page or so, about how many different ways he promised in public and in a binding legal manner that he would take no compensation from this and how often all of the defendants, including Steve Bannon signed off in one way or another and promoted the fact that he would take no, like all of this seems to be resting on the fact that Brian Colfage specifically got money from this. Um, and none of them, they just, no one thought anyone would notice anything. I, I don't, I, it's, uh, I can't get my head around it. Cause it, do you think because like they were just sort of being like, if we hide behind this person whose body was mangled in war mm-hmm. and that will sort of get like, sort of give him this position where you wouldn't dare question their patriotism. Like in that, like they were also sort of like getting really hyped up on that idea too, for like the whole sort of uh, grift of it all. Yeah, I think they figured that like they could that nobody on the right and nobody in the Trump administration would ever allow anything bad to happen to Colfage because he's the but like and the th- it's the same I don't know we'll see how this situation in Kenosha with the mass shooter goes mm-hmm. but like the Trump campaign's initial thing was to be like oh he's not affiliated with us in any way we support what law enforcement did um, in arresting and charging him with murder. Um, you know, we'll see because obviously there's folks in the right that want to like adopt that kid as a mascot. I don't know what yeah. the Trump. Uh, I think he's actually sport. speaking at the RNC uh, <laughs> yeah. later. I don't actually know like what the, the Trump TNC? at all are going to wind up doing about this, but like the initial thing they did was what their actual initial reaction is, which is, oh, this person's a liability. Let's jettison them immediately. Maybe they'll decide against right. that. But like that's what they've done with Colfage. Like th- they haven't they haven't made any sort of a stink about the arrest of Colfage or Bannon. They've just been like, yep, they shouldn't have fucked up and broken the law. We support law enforcement because like none of, yeah. they don't give a shit about you. Right. Oh, they're, they, their hearts must be breaking right now. Yeah. Like, it's, they're like, what the fuck, Steve? You said it'd be fine. So let's go on to just how fucking blatant this is. So the the document continues to note, in developing their strategy of emphasizing to donors that Kofage would not be paid a dime, Bannon and Badalotto, in a text message exchange, discussed how that message would help drive fundraising and opt-ins by prior donors because it would, as Badalotto stated, become the most talked about media narrative ever since it removes all self-interest taint and gives Brian Kofage sainthood. For that reason, Badalotto insisted that the statement that Kofage will not take a penny of compensation be included in the email to We Build the Walls donors about the opt-in process, explaining in an email that his statement was a material item to donors. Again, let us all state clearly in text messages how, like, that we are committing a crime, that we are making legally binding promises that we intend to break. Let's just all talk about that very clearly in text messages. No, like, don't even use the finesse of, like, voice messages back and forth, uh, some kind of temporary transmission, whatever. Just, Mm -hmm. yeah. Just cement it all there. I mean, they made they made it really easy for the postal investigative service. What are they technically called? USPIS or something? Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah. Shout out to them. The post office cops. The only cops that I'm supportive of until somebody tells me about the horrible things that they've done. Um, Right. I'm I'm sure. And then we'll have another episode behind the police cops. All I know is that they arrest fascists on yachts. (laughs) I speak for all of your listeners. Can you stop? Can you stop predicting things? I am going to choose for a moment to believe that there's a law enforcement agency who just who just arrests yacht fascists. There you Um, go. I want to believe in something, and I'm choosing to believe in this for the moment. Yeah, just, just I mean, if you chill. could stop be, predicting be horrible things about everything and then yeah. it happening, like, all of us would be, like, super appreciative if you could, like, predict something good. Yeah, I'm going to predict that the only other thing the post office cops do is arrest people who illegally mail kittens. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're just out there protecting kittens and arresting fascists. I have decided yeah. to believe this. Okay. And making like some of the best like sort of small batch artisanal ice cream you've ever tasted. Yeah, they make ice cream for some reason too. Um, and it's it's apparently great. Oh, it's amazing. So, <laughs> yeah. 
that's a that's a world I want to live. <laughs> So, moreover, uh, the thing goes on to note, uh, the defendants conveyed that others in the leadership of We Build the Wall and its advisory board, which Bannon chaired, would not be compensated. For example, Colfage wrote on social media, I thought it was pretty clear. I made a promise that I would never take a penny. 100% of fundraising through donations will only go for, towards the wall. 100% means 100%, right? Board won't see any of that money. So they just kept promising what the fuck? that everything they were going to do was, yeah. It, yeah, it just, cut to their texture. They're like, 100% means fucking maybe 5%. Board yeah. will see as much of that money as they want. All right. So oh, what are we telling oh, them? This next part's heartbreaking. So this goes into like how many of the donors believed what he was saying. Donors took notice of this core narrative and told Brian Colfage, the defendant, and others working for We Build the Wall, that it mattered to them. Some of those donors wrote directly to Colfage that they did not have a lot of money and were skeptical about online fundraising campaigns, but they were giving what they could because they trusted Colfage would keep his word about how their donations would be spent. Colfage also wrote to prospective donors who raised concerns, assuring the donors in private messages that he was not being compensated. These false assurances successfully induced donors to give money to We Build the Wall and opt in to have their prior donations transferred to We Build the Wall's new nonprofit entity. Of the original $20 million raised from hundreds of thousands of donors, most of the donors agreed to opt in. So that I didn't realize, but the fact that they even have that, that like, no, 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 individual donors who didn't have much money personally reached out to Brian with their concerns, and he lied to these people to their faces is, it's so sweet. Yeah. It's so perfect yeah it's so i mean it's so trump university too you know yeah. where people are like you know they're it's like their last shot at this something. is my dialysis money yeah and in this case <laughs> it's like i want to brutalize the brown people now yeah, don't I mean, go these spending it on terrible. something yeah yeah i know but it's just so funny that like even then right they're so committed to this like you know fear of a black and brown america that they're just sort of like you know giving their last material like bit of like wealth they have to this stupid mirage of racism yep 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 and it it's one of those things like people i i do like people ask why i don't do more crowdfunding stuff and it is because like when you do crowdfunding stuff you get donations from people who will make statements like that they're like hey i believe in what you're doing i don't have much money but like and i feel like a i felt like a piece of shit every time that's happened mm-hmm. so i would rather take i would rather you know be paid by advertisers than than yeah someone give me like their than, last dime the, or something yeah i don't i just don't want to i don't want to i don't want that on my fucking conscience i don't want to like oh and now i'm spending the money um you know on grubhub tonight or whatever or like i ordered right, a pizza sure. right and it's right. like oh fuck this was this like i i don't want to of course it just no i'll i'm i i will i will sell products and services um, you will, yeah exactly that's, and that's like that's my line i'm not saying it's immoral to crowdfund i think it's fine a lot of my friends make their living that way it just like it fucked me up uh, and I'll probably do something like it again, uh, but I'll, again, repeatedly beg people, please don't donate money if you don't have money. Yeah. Like, it's not important. To my rich friends only. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, um... <laughs> Despite these repeated assurances, okay, so this is, yeah, despite these repeated assurances, the public narrative uh, deliberately crafted by the defendants and others was false. In fact, although We Built the Wall spent money on the construction of a border wall, hundreds of thousands of dollars were siphoned out of We Build the Wall for the private use and benefit of the defendants. Indeed, despite Kofage's numerous public statements that he was not taking a salary or getting a penny in compensation, within days of launching We Build the Wall, Kofage, working primarily with Bannon and Badalato, reached a secret agreement whereby Kofage would be covertly paid $100,000 up front and then $20,000 a month. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> because that arrangement was directly contrary to the defendant's repeated public representations, the defendants and others schemed to pass these payments to Colfage indirectly through third parties, including entities under the control of Bannon and Shea. Um, so yeah, they, they, this is the stuff that we, you know, we talked about uh, Bannon made it clear in a text message to Battleotto that there would be no deals I don't approve and directed that Colfage be paid indirectly through nonprofit one in an attempt to conceal the payments from the public, notwithstanding the fact that Colfage did no work for nonprofit one and that the payments from nonprofit one to Colfage would be funded by Bil- We Build the Wall. Um, so, yeah. Uh, there's text messages between Bannon and Battleotto talking about what uh, Colfage's salary would be. Um, he Bannon directs the wiring of money illegally from the campaign. 
uh, to this. Yeah, like yeah, they've got Bannon dead to fucking rights. It sounds yeah. like like he's ve- he's discussing here are the crimes we will commit. These are crimes because we have like we have to keep these crimes secret because they're illegal. Here's how I'm going to do that. And then we have him personally like doing the wire payments and stuff. Like that's amazing. <laughs> right. Oh God. oh God. This next part. When Kofage later noted in a text message to Battleato that at least in part as a result of these pass through payments, we build the wall would have to disclose substantial payments to oh, yes, one this. on tax forms battle replied better you than me lol oh <laughs> lol you stupid pieces of shit yeah lawfully <laughs> uh officially i don't know like what uh, did you just that whole sentence i mean yeah. wow at every turn like you had to be like wink wink like it yeah. almost could have been that you know what I mean? To conceal like, the payments Colfage received from Nonprofit One, Colfage instructed Battleato that the payments should be made to Colfage's spouse, and that Nonprofit One significant and Nonprofit One subsequently issued a form 1099 falsely stating that it had paid Colfage's spouse for media. So oh, that just yeah. like, hey, Not you know what we should do is falsify some government documents. Yep, <laughs> I paid you for media. Okay, now if they ask what happened, was you held? Uh, you yeah. took some photos of me for Instagram. Yeah fucking incredible These. like there was a lot of like those like fake ass vendors was always like vague right like media or, like social media or some shit yeah for media like you right. fucking assholes <laughs> Thereafter, beginning in or around April 2019, and to further conceal payments of We Build the Wall funds to Bryant Colfage, the defendant, his secret monthly salary of approximately $20,000, was passed indirectly through other third-party entities that were purported vendors for We Build the Wall, including one under the control of Timothy Shea, the defendant. Starting in or around March 2019, Shea, who had been involved in early operations for the predecessor campaign to We Build the Wall and was familiar with its repeated promises, proposed in a text message exchange with Colfage, paying Colfage and himself out of a veiled shell corporation to conceal the source and nature of the payments. Shea suggested that to conceal transactions where, for instance, $600,000 comes in and he transfers three hundred dollars to Colfage, they could create companies that hired Colfage and Shea for his service, like consulting. To further conceal the secret arrangement, Colfage told Shea in an email that they could falsely describe the payments from the new shell entity to Colfage as for social media. Love it. Love it. It's oh. just... I mean, because, yeah, those forms, it just really feels like when you're like being lazy and trying to do your taxes, you're like, I don't know. Yeah, that business, uh, Internet, uh, social media. Sure. Mm -hmm. And it's just my salary. Yep. It's it's the best. That's when like at one point, too. Right. Didn't they like kind of wise up? that like they were kind of being sloppy with it? Because I feel like I remember at the beginning of this year to that. Yeah. Okay. here we go. Um, Yeah. The memo lines on these payments, yeah, sorry, again, on or around May 21st, 2019, uh, Shell Company 1 received a $30,000 wire from Rebuild the Wall, uh, then it got, you know, paid 20000 to Colfage. The memo lines on these payments falsely stated that they were for social media accounts and pages when neither Colfage nor anyone else had done such work for Shell. Have them at least do fake work. Yeah. Like, put, put in the effort, guys. Kid to make on the fucking Donald Trump subreddit to get you yeah. some fucking memes, some shit posts or something. Yeah. Uh, moreover, additional $20,000 payments were made to Colfage and funded with money from We Build the Wall. Uh, uh, da, 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 uh, these payments were made in subsequent months until at least October 2019, when, as discussed below, the defendants learned that they might be under criminal investigation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that's good. Oh, uh, that yeah. must, they must have been, dude, I can only imagine how much Steve Bannon's stress sweat was just stinking uh, up whatever room he was oh, in. Oh, that yacht ruined. That. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I hope there were respirators left over from the fighting in Portland for those post office guys to like deal with that. To board that stink yacht. To board that stink yacht. I'll donate mine. Like, yeah, right. They- <laughs> They're like, honestly, like we would sort of uh, confiscate this and maybe auction it off, but yeah, we're just gonna have to scuttle this thing. We're just we're gonna have to burn this thing in the sea. Yeah, <laughs> so we're bringing in the Coast Guard, artificial <laughs> reef, like coral and wildlife. Mm-hmm. Shoot it into get 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 Elon Musk in here and shoot it into space like that car of his. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> We, we can't we can't put this in the ocean. It's been too we can't disrespect our oceans, too toxic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah. What kind of like measures did they take when they were like, 
Uh-oh, guys, I think we might be doing something bad that the police are noticing. Yeah, let's get down. So from from the start of the creation of We Build the Wall in January to October 2019, Brian received more than $350,000 in donor funds passed in directly with the assistance of the other defendants. Um, Kofage used those funds to pay for his own private expenses, including, among other purposes, home renovations, payments towards a boat, a luxury XUV, a golf cart, jewelry, cosmetic surgery, personal tax payments, and credit card debt. <laughs> Who got cosmetic Mara, surgery? He did, probably. I mean, he has. He's horribly injured. Like, I. It might not even be a vanity thing. It might be like a. Oh, like an actual medical procedure for. Yeah, because his, his. Yeah, he's horribly, horribly. I'm not gonna like. Uh, like he's committing crimes to get the money, but like I don't even know. I don't know that it was like a vanity thing. As yeah, like yeah. That he's a, suddenly coming up with like a like beautiful full lips and yeah, like no he, wrinkles on his forehead I, I i don't see evidence of that it's right, probably right, right. related to his injuries unless we like really look and it's like oh oh okay. no no somebody he got an ass he got an ass injection yeah. they really i mean they and do you you know the guy committed some crimes but like god damn they uh he's, he's double he's triple c thick now whoever's doing his work you know they knew what they were doing so, moreover, in addition to Brian Colfage, the defendants Steve Bannon, Andrew Badalato, and Timothy Shea, the defendants each received hundreds of thousands of dollars in donor funds from We Build the Wall, which they each used to pay for a variety of personal expenses, including, among other things, travel, hotels, consumer goods, and personal credit card debts, in addition to the payments described above to Colfage. With respect to Bannon, in particular, as noted above, Nonprofit One received over a million dollars from We Build the Wall, and while some of that money was used to pay Colfage, Bannon was used a substantial portion of those donor funds for personal uses and expenses is unrelated to We Build the Wall. Um, none of these payments were disclosed to the public. Instead, they repeatedly lied to the public about where the money was going. Indeed, as Colfage noted to Battelotto in a text message exchange, as far as the public knows, no one is getting paid and salaries will never be disclosed. Oh my Don't God. Don't worry. We'll crime through it. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't worry. Fucking these God. idiot victims will have no idea of how hard we're criming, bros. Mm-hmm. You know who's not watching us? The post office cops. Oh my they can eat a dick. <laughs> Fuck <Wow>. those guys. <laughs> wow. Didn't they like um, use like encrypted messaging apps too? Like I felt like that was one of the things like they thought they were getting real smart, even though they did all this other shit that could yeah, be found. Like, I, yeah, you I know don't what? know. It actually does it just says text messages, but maybe I you'd you'd have to think right, like I would say you'd have to think they would at least be careful enough to use like, you know, signal or sh- something. Yeah. But like they're so blatant about this. Right. Maybe they were just fucking texting. I don't know. Well, when you consider like uh, Paul Manafort was like, how do you make PDF of my yeah. fake bank account? <laughs> it's like, oh, boys, <laughs> come on. Don't email that shit. Just, just Googling crimes and see yeah. what pops up with a question mark. How to do fake bank account PDF? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Um, oh, also, fuck. Robert, it, 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 yeah. it's time for an ad break. Just a thought. Yeah. You know what also won't doesn't you know what isn't a crime? Hmm. Mm. Products and services. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, was booted. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jin. I've lost on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return, your time won't, and we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, yeah, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. 
This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back and we're talking about We Build the Wall, which was the most real thing ever created. Um, it just, yeah, feels, it so. just feels like somebody's going to like write like some when you say We Build the Wall, I just like imagine like a little song that comes on after that. We so, build the wall. We build the yeah, wall. literally. It, yeah, it has to sound like a really terrible local business ad. Like you're not going yeah. to get a good jingle out of that. No, no. So. In or around October 2019, Brian Colfage, Stephen Bannon, Andrew Badalato, the other defendants, all learned from a financial institution that We Build the Wall might be under federal criminal investigation. <laughs> the defendants thereafter took additional steps to conceal the fraudulent scheme detailed below. For example, around that time and in re- reaction to the potential investigation, Colfage and Badalato began using encrypted messaging apps on their phones. Fu- so that's when they started. It's October. <laughs> Lol. Lol. October. All year they're like, hey guys, how are the crimes we're doing going? Still criming? All right. Good good crimes, everybody. Keep criming good hard. Crimes. Um, you may be under investigation. Fuck. Crime out with your time out. Like time, <laughs> like the spice. There I don't know. Go. That's as, as good as I could come up with in Why a mo- not? moment. Yeah. Again, the stress sweat, you know? Yeah, where, amazing. Like, it, that's so clear, right? You find out you're under investigation, and then you switch to encrypted messaging. <laughs> and, then you, and as soon as they find out, We Build the Wall's website was changed to remove any mention of the promise that Kofaj was not being compensated and to add a statement that he would be paid a salary starting in January 2020. <laughs> Yeah, because none of that's cashed wow. or anything. So they no stopped paying him secret payments and announced that he was about to start getting a salary after promising the opposite for months, <laughs> for like a year, um, and just hoped that that would be okay. Yeah, why not? You know, maybe just, oh, oh you, you hate to see it, and you also love to see it. It's so good. It's just one of the best things that's ever happened. Yeah, I, I, I remember- I'm very just, happy about all this. Like when it happened, wasn't, didn't, wasn't that like a news headline when they he announced he was getting a salary? And that's when people were like, hold the fuck on. Because first, ever, like the sort of public perception was like, where's that fucking wall you're building? Mm-hmm. It's not there. And I was like, it's a scheme. And then it's like, okay, that guy's going to get like 100 grand. And people were like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. What, what the? Uh, yeah, but right. where's the fucking wall? Yeah. It's blowing over in the fucking wind or whatever. I mean, it's fuck. amazing. I wonder, I wonder what they thought would happen with this because they weren't building a wall they did like a couple of sample chunks but like they never Mm -hmm. did anything meaningful and their whole promise was that like we'll do it faster and cheaper than the government so we'll be able to actually afford to do it and they were they just gonna like pretend it failed well they had like one certain spots built and then like every engineer and like hydrologist was like this is gonna fucking just fall apart you know that right you didn't build it's not even built the right depth like none of this is done correctly so i wonder if you know like i'm trying to really put myself in that schemer mode like if okay i'm in too deep how am i gonna get my way out of it i would probably 
begin some like NIMBY argument about how like these regulations are like stopping us while I'm slowly building some kind of like escape pod to leave to some country without an extradition treaty. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I do. Like people have compared this to the famous monorail episode of The Simpsons. And I do kind of <laughs> feel like their plan was just a cartoon drawing of themselves flying to Acapulco with a bag of cash. <laughs> like, right. Is there a chance the wall could bend? Not a chance, <laughs> my bigot friend. <laughs> uh, I think the jingle the wall. should be sim- the wall. symbol to the Cars for Kids song. It should be. You know that yeah. Cars for Kids? 1-800-WALLS-FOR-BIGOTS. Yeah, there you go. Amazing. Uh, so let's get down to the good shit. Forfeiture allegations. Wait, this is the good shit? <laughs> oh it's all God. the good shit. <laughs> Everything up until this point has been like a bizarro yeah, comedy I, of errors. I skipped but I a li- few pages because it was all just like repeatedly restating in different ways. They sure. committed wire fraud right, blatantly, right. which they did. Um, as a result of committing the offense alleged in count one of this indictment, Brian Colfage, Stephen Bannon, Andrew Battelotto, and Timothy Shea, the defendants, shall forfeit to the United States pursuant to Title 18, United States Code, Section 9, da, 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 any and all property, real and personal, that constitutes or is derived from proceeds traceable to the commission of said offense, including but not limited to a sum of money in the United States currency, representing the amount of proceeds traceable to the commission of said offense and the following specific property. Um, so it then lists a bunch of different uh, funds contained. And wow, there's a lot of bank accounts they put this money into <laughs> god i'm on Spread page two um okay so like uh, there's like two pages of different bank accounts they threw money into and then we get into property so number one the real property is described as a 2019 jupiter marine boat named Warfighter. the oh, real property it. yeah i think that's the yacht that that um uh, Colfage got. As a result of committing the offense alleged in count two of this indictment, uh, the defendant shall forfeit to the United States any and all property, yada yada. So yeah, they gotta give up all the fucking shit that they got. Um, Aww, Warfighter? They committed a... Bu- yeah, he, he loses his boat, Warfighter. I mean, that's a, that's a good looking boat. It is. It had four engines. Yeah, you know? the irony was like he was sailing in that thing in the 4th of July, like Trump boat parade in Florida. Yeah, he sure was. He sure was. And then he got arrested by the fucking post office and they're going to take that boat. And it's very funny. There is something poetic about yeah. him in a boat, like just decked out in Trump flags with the boat being purchased with funds. He grifted. It's just like what would they've, he, he fully he completes the visual circle in that moment. It's so much better than I ever thought anything could be. I I I've gotten a lot of credit over the last year or so in particular in in predicting a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um and I can tell you honestly, never in my life did I expect post office to arrest Steve Bannon on a yacht would be a yeah. um, would be a That's thing. not on anyone's 2020 bingo no, card. No, nobody called, especially no. not Steve Bannon. I guess no. the post office might have predicted it. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Mhm. Oh god. Yeah. I I so bad, you know, like there's so many like just dark messy dimensions about this entire administration, but like this sort of falls into like Wolf of Wall Street territory where you just like watch these guys get in over their heads with their greed and then mm-hmm. I want like that second act and third act is probably so great when you start seeing it fall apart because I would love to see a dramatic like a dramatized version of these fucking losers just panicking over the fact that their entire shit has just been exposed and then like all these terrible superficial band-aid fixes to it. Yeah. I, and I want to state I was wrong a little bit earlier. Kofage was um was was released within hours of being arrested. Uh he's on bond at the moment. He's pled not guilty and Bannon was released not long on after he was arrested uh on 5 million dollars of bond his travel is restricted to new york and washington dc and he can't use private boats or jets without permission um so we'll see we'll see what actually happens here in terms of justice they got arrested yeah. it seems like a pretty open and shut case to be honest what with yeah. them repeatedly bragging about it and as a rule when the fed when any kind of federal agency does something like this they feel like they have a pretty airtight case Oh, yeah. And I mean, when you but again, it's like it's so comedic because the confessions are all there. Like there, I don't know how what lawyer is going to argue that they're not guilty. Like, how are you going to explain the better you than me? LOL text. Mm -hmm. 
Like how? Yeah, I'm what? sure they've got some sort of like whatever. They'll try. Um, They'll try, but I'm just saying it, it. It makes me cringe because you're going in there with such like an intellectually bankrupt defense, and like I get stressed. I'm like, oh man, you're not gonna ugh. like. You know, sometimes you can get your way out, worm your way out of shit, but this one is a little too tough. I think if anything, yep. it's it's in the sentencing that we really see the lack of justice. Because I think what they're looking at like 20 years for each charge, essentially. But really? Yeah. Yeah. We'll I'll, see. I'd be surprised if it's like, you know, yep. two years. They're going to get the Aunt Becky treatment. Oh, two seconds? Yeah. I doubt it'll be a crazy amount of time. Um, I don't know. You know, everyone seems to hate Steve Bannon yeah. a lot. And he committed a bunch of crimes, and he has no more friends. Yeah. So, <laughs> if I, you know, if Steve Bannon gets anything more than a year, I'm going to consider this a big win because then Steve Bannon's in a fucking prison for a while, and I hate him. Yeah. Um, and he sucks. And it would be awesome if he actually faced a consequence for one of the terrible things he's Steve, done. In his life. Steve, no friends, Bannon. Yeah. Is that on your yeah. uh, bingo card for 2020? No. Justice for Steve Bannon? No? I mm. never thought, I thought he was just going to live in yeah. the fascist castle that he was buying in right. Italy um, with an army of brainwashed militants for decades until yeah. dying of cirrhosis. <laughs> I thought he was just going to sit like in a chair and just slowly decompose. And then yeah, was just I mean, be he it. looks like, um, I won't be mean. I yeah. won't be mean. I won't put I, that I, out I there. just assumed he was going to die um uh, the death of a successful fascist, which is again in a castle in Italy, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but maybe maybe he'll go to prison and uh, reform himself and perhaps uh, become the the new face of the green movement. I don't think that's likely, <laughs> but it would be kind of funny. Yeah, uh, well, you know, thoughts and prayers. You know, thoughts with- and prayers to Steve and Brian and who are these Build other guys? The wall, no more friends. So. Miles, <laughs> this was fun. Yes. How can people find you on the internet if they want to see things that you've done that aren't uh, reading a federal I mean, charging look, document? Really, uh, I do a daily podcast, daily zeitgeist. But really, you do. If you need, if you need an escape, check my show out with Sophie Alexandra, four twenty day fiance. You know uh, the 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 bastard the bastard pods followers uh, love Sophia. Love. We get together. Get just stony baloney and just talk about our favorite reality show because you know that's that's a real escape sometimes. Mm-hmm. So check mm-hmm. that out uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh yeah, and we do this thing now where I do a terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, oh, and then I God. say Arnold Schwarzenegger is a guest, and then pod the uh, podcast app will tag Arnold Schwarzenegger as a guest on the show. So if you're an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, come by. You love to hear it. You do love to hear it, and the other thing you love to do is commit wire fraud which i have on good authority never ends badly so that's my advice to listeners is to go fraud fraud some wires fraud (laughs) fraud the hell out of it up yeah find some wires fraud the sons of bitches get it on boom you know or you could like follow robert on Twitter at I write okay. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bastards Pod. We have a T Public store with lots of different merchandise. And wash your hands and wear a face mask. Yeah, wash your hands, wear a face mask, commit a lot of wire fraud. Just yeah, again, I can't exaggerate how good an idea it is to commit wire fraud. And text your friends about the wire fraud you plan yeah. to commit. Really just get get in there. You know, send them letters too about the wire yeah, fraud. I have it on good authority. The post office is not watching. So And also, yeah, have those letters notarized as well. So you can mm-hmm. really just make sure all the correspondence is fully locked in and you're not there's no miscommunication at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Be really clear. Make sure whenever you're committing crimes to outline the crime that you're committing and your knowledge that it's a crime. Right. That's a double jeopardy, if I understand what je- double jeopardy is. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Th- you should you be their lawyer. Be charged. Yeah. Uh, I would I would love to be Steve Bannon. <laughs> Brian. I, I will take that gig. You know what? I will I will quit podcasting if they want me to defend to them represent in this him? legal case. Yeah. How I will, would you do I, it? Like, obviously, you know you're going to lose. So would you just try yeah. some harebrained shit? Or would you just be... I mean, obviously, you got to kind of work them too. You know, Guys, Miles, I'm getting you off. I think I would take the most asset I've ever taken and just see where that leads me. You know, right. 
Right. I've never been in a courtroom on LSD, right? Um, but I bet I could defend two people from charges of wire fraud. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, because then it. yeah, when they have to be like, and what of this text message? Can you read this one, uh, Mr. Bannon? I might turn out to be like that guy who pitched a no hitter on a head full of acid, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, that, exactly. but defending people against charges of blatant wire fraud. Oh yes, that is one of the great tales of Doc Ellis's yeah. ride. Yeah, into Doc the Ellis. On so much acid, pitched a yeah. no hitter. I will be the Doc Ellis of fascists committing wire fraud <laughs> in a court of law. That'll be Act Three of or Four of my career. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Like, yeah, Doc, Robert kind of lost himself in those later yeah. years, but yeah, he, he just kept taking acid and defending Nazis from wire fraud. But in a way, he <laughs> was the he was the greatest giver of justice because every single person got the maximum sentence based off his harebrained <laughs> defenses. And people to this day don't know why these people agreed to have him defend them. Yeah, it really was a baffling choice all around. Yeah, <laughs> for everyone. All right. Well, the episode's over. Go be with Jesus. Oh, yeah, or Zeman. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.